You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. Things that I like to do, things that Chris likes to do, we kind of blended. One thing about this defensive staff, everybody's tight-knit. There is no ego. We are here for one purpose, and that purpose is to make the players as best as they can be. So for me, it's not about an ego. I'm not going to be selfish. Chris wasn't selfish. We attack the day every day. We try to get these guys better. And at the end of the day, the way they play is the way we're going to coach them. That's Denard Wilson, the DB coach of the Baltimore Ravens. He late of the ball of the Philadelphia Eagles, almost got their defensive coordinator job, and he's uh, talking about coaching the players to be the best version of themselves. Jason, yeah, look, I'm a, I'm a big Denard Wilson guy. I've known him for a while uh, through our mutual buddy Bobby DePaul. I think he was a one of many inspired hires that this team made in the off season, and I think. They got smarter coaching secondary. They got smarter coaching pass rush. They got smarter at offensive coordinator. Um, and they added some key personnel. Uh, now, Denard's position groups, you know, in the back end, we could say <laughs> might still need some work. Um, but th- this guy played the game at a high level. He's been around great people. He's seen the game coming up originally as a personnel guy, a scout, and then switching over to coaching. Uh, I like everything about his profile, and and he's been around some great coaches. He's been around some successful teams. He has a similar background to Harbaugh, um, and I, I think he's going to try to fine tune some of their issues back there. Um, none more important than being a better fourth quarter defense, not allowing big plays. When you know the other team needs a big play to keep the game alive, Bo. Communication, communication. That's what we heard when our own Melissa Kim, she had the one-on-one interviews with Kyle Hamilton, Patrick Queen, mm-hmm. Dafe Owe. They all stressed the same thing, and that'll go a long way. But, you know, Denard coming from Philly last year, and they had a really strong secondary. You think of Darius Slay, James Bradbury was very good for them, Avante Maddox. So, Coming over to Baltimore, where now there's still so much up in the air in terms of this secondary right now. Rockison, we don't expect him to miss any time in the regular season, but we don't know when he's going to be back during training camp. Caillou Blue Kelly's banged up. And then how, what is Kyle Hamilton's role look like? Uh-huh. What does a Brandon Stevens role look like on this defense? Two guys that can obviously uh, go from safety to nickel. More from Denard Wilson, who spoke yesterday, talked about stopping explosive plays and forcing more turnovers. Our big thing is this. The ball travels further and faster than the air does, does the ground. And we got to eliminate the explosive plays. We got to keep the passing yards down. But the biggest thing is tacking the ball with violence. 
All right, we got to create way more turnovers and take the ball away for our offense. The two big winning factors in, in football is explosive plays and takeaways. So we got to stop the explosive plays and we got to get a ball back to our offense. I agree with him wholeheartedly. They they need to, I like that, tackle with more violence, force more turnovers. This secondary needs to do that. Maybe the yeah. food punch comes back. I mean, back. you know, and we hear every year, there you won't, I've looked, there were was a time in my life when I was bouncing around from one camp to the next this time of year, you know, seeing two-thirds of the league. If I had a dollar for every time some coach told me, you know, we're trying to teach turnovers, we're trying to teach yeah. takeaways, I'd be a wealthy man. It's easier said than done. I, I do think there's a degree of variance and luck, if you will, for lack of a better word, regression, whatever, that plays some role in how those numbers can waffle from one year to another for – individual players and and teams but you want to be of the mindset that we are a takeaway team that we are looking to make plays on the ball in flight and when you're carrying it um again personnel is going to dictate some of that we've talked about it on the back end besides marcus williams who do we really think is a ball on this roster right now you know who do we think has elite ball skills Marcus Peters two or three years ago, yeah, yeah, but he wasn't even that guy the last year and a half here. So how much of that can be taught, Bone? I don't know. I don't know, but I do have confidence in this coaching staff because they were abysmal at forcing turnovers in 2021 and then rebounded very well in 2022. But Ken mentioned the fruit punch, and I, I almost feel like that's such a – Marlon only had that one year in 2020 where he had eight forced fumbles. Every other year, zero forced fumbles, one, two, one, one. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. Um, But they need to get that because Marlon, look, I think he's a damn good player, but interceptions have never really been a big part of his game. He had three last year, which ties a career high. More from Denard Wilson spoke yesterday, and he talked about uh, coaching a versatile player like Kyle Hamilton. You know, in this game, the more you can do is better. Those young men, they can pick up things. They grasp it fast. They are real intelligent football players. So they'll come out there. When they switch positions, there might be a mistake or two, but they get it corrected. They come back. They get better every day. It's a blessing to be able to coach a guy like Kyle Hamilton. Like, he has endless potential. And as a coach, it's our jobs to get everything out of him so he reaches his full potential. Uh, you were out there yesterday. A lot of people are singing the praises of Kyle Hamilton. Did, you, did he flash for you yesterday? I mean, yeah, I, I look, he, he's an elite athlete. He, he has um, long levers. He has great body control. He has size and length that can't be talk, taught. I think his football instincts um, for the game at this level continue to improve and continue to get honed. I, I mean, look, it's hard for me to, like, I can't gush about any safety. They're not throwing yeah, the ball yeah. on the field. Like, a 12, 13-yard completion to Andrews to keep the chains moving. You know, yesterday, Odell caught a ball on the sidelines, the last ball he caught, to pick, you know, to convert a third and long. But, I mean, I don't think that ball traveled more than eight, nine yards in the air. You know, he got just past the sticks and did what Odell does. Like, you know, one-on-one drills, uh, they're all they're all set up to favor the offense. I mean, I wouldn't expect Kyle Hamilton to be getting the best of Mark Andrews, you know, on one-on-one drills where he's got a two-way go and, and you know, has time to do whatever he wants. He's holding his own, but, like, yeah. I don't, I'm not expecting him to see – and they're picking off a whole bunch of balls from Lamar Jackson to Mark Andrews on one-on-one drills. And, and again, 
we'll see. You know, they're they're messing around with guys like Seymour and Ardarius in the slot, and um, uh, the dude they just got from uh, Pittsburgh, Millette. Millette. yeah, Arthur Millette in this. Like when when it's go time and it matters, is there anybody on this roster who I think they're going to prefer when teams spread them out? Everybody's going to spread them out. You know, who's going to want to run on the Baltimore Ravens? I want to find out about this secondary. I want to find out about the number two corner, the number three corner. You know what I mean? Who's replaced Chuck Clark? I want to find out about all that. I'm going to spread them out. So nickel is base. And who's going to be better equipped to be a weapon from the nickel than Kyle Hamilton on this roster? I don't see the guy. You know who the guy would be? Marlon. And it can't be him for obvious reasons, too. I don't see that guy here. Yeah, they just don't. So that tells me that's a really important role. Yeah. Hey, I want to finish with this because we know already the cut isn't in there because we talked about it yesterday. You were there, and Denard Wilson's thoughts on fourth quarter football. Just uh, you you uh, got a chance to talk to him about that. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he wasn't here last year. He, he wasn't a part of some of those failures, but he's watched it all on film, and, and he studied it, and he's aware of it. And he has the mentality that I expected him to have knowing how he's come up and who he's been around, which is that's unacceptable. You know, the fourth quarter defines us. If our offense gives us leads and we can't hold them, that's who we are as a defense, and that's inadequate. That's not good enough. That can't be who we are this year. And we've got to be better in special situations. We've got to be better in two-minute drills. We've got to be better in obvious passing situations in the fourth quarter when we're, we're trying to hold the lead. Um, we've got to be a smarter football team. And I, I – I suspect the message gets through. Again, I don't know about the personnel over there. I still think it'll be addressed between now and week one, and it probably gets addressed again maybe between week one and the midseason trade deadline. Uh, But the way he was speaking about it sounded a whole lot different than secondary coaches we've heard there in the past. It it seemed he was taking a lot more ownership for it. He didn't have anything to do with it. He wasn't even here. He's in Philadelphia, almost winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Inside Access, we're live at Pickles across the street from Oral Park and Camden Yards. Baltimore Baseball tonight will be here tonight. Bob Haney and Ryan Ripken. And coming up next here on the program, time for some Northern Exposure. And uh, the Bengals took care of one of their own, but when are they going to take care of the big one? We'll discuss next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. Northern Exposure on Inside Access. Sponsored by Plaza Ford. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, check out Plaza Ford. Unlike other dealerships at Plaza Ford, you'll pay what they say. Stop in for a test drive today on Route 1 in Bel Air, right next to the Walmart, or visit PlazaFord.com. Lockenfora, Weinman, and Barbalinks traverse the AFC North. 105.7 it's almost like a, just like a sigh of relief that things are done um, and you can just continue to go out and play football and um, you know what I've done throughout the last you know now four years coming into this year um, I think it's going to be another fun year for us. Logan Wilson the linebacker for the Bengals inside linebacker got himself a contract extension and he's been the best linebacker arguably in that class I think that's the Patrick Queen class isn't it where they three guys went in the first round but he went in the third yeah and he's been the best linebacker in that class he gets his bag first let's talk about that Logan Wilson getting well, he's earned I think it's interesting we're at a time where a lot of inside linebackers feel like they've been overdrafted and that's not endemic to the Ravens right I mean, has Kenneth Murray become anything for the Chargers? You Jordan know? Brooks. The kid Jordan Brooks came on some last year for Seattle, but 
Um, and I, I think he, he'll probably be a nice football player for them, but he's been no, by no means um, a huge impact guy or a huge difference maker. We've seen some other – the Steelers have had some issues at inside linebackers. So that transition for some of these guys at that position from the college to the pro game can be tricky. Uh, look, this is with the Bengals all nice and cute. And that's great. And look, Bobby D loved Logan Wilson in yes, that draft. Yes, he did. We talked about Logan Wilson a lot leading up to that draft, how he could be a fit for the Ravens if they didn't go linebacker right away. Um, and he's been a hell of a football player for them. And when he's healthy, they win a lot of games. And he is the central nervous system of a really good defense. However, like when is when are we when are, when, yeah. are we, when are we getting to the steak here? Joey B. We've had potatoes. We've had Brussels sprouts. Right? They're doing all their little things on the side and upgrading that left tackle and. You know, they're talking about maybe doing something for T. Higgins. But time's a ticking on the quarterback. Yeah, they're trying to kind of just mark off some of their to-do list this upcoming offseason because their free agent list is pretty extensive. Logan Wilson was said to be a free agent. Trey Hendrickson, he was said to be a free agent but got a one-year contract uh, extension. Then there's DJ Reader, Tyler Boyd, Awuzie, T. Higgins, among others. But, no, it is time for Joe Burrow, man. And and the question is, how long is he going to be out? Not that that affects his uh, negotiating power, did, but did it's you funny guys, you see Jamar Chase. Well, yeah, did you see him with Kay Adams basically saying, yeah, I don't even know if we need five. a week one. Yeah, yeah week like, five. Take a month off. Yeah, come back week five. Be safe. Yeah, it's it's a little different. I, I am curious about this, Jason, and, and you'd know better than me just your feel of that organization, but it's starting to, like, they, there was a nothing to see here, we're going to get it done, and I can remember a team that has their, plays their games not far from here, saying something similar about when Lamar Jackson early on. Knew where they were shopping. We knew where they were shopping, we'll get it done, and then all of a sudden they didn't get it done. There was a GPS snafu. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I'm, I, am I... I thought they'd get Burrow done before Herbert got done with the Chargers, and now Herbert's already done. Is there any concern that they're, 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 this this is going to start dragging? Um, I mean, look, you, the closer we get to week one, the, the more, if you're a Bengals fan, I think you start to get a little antsy. I don't know that I'm there yet anyway. I, I don't know that he would have played in these preseason games, especially without a contract. Yeah. I think there's no, no way. way he was playing in these preseason games. Um could the injury, if it is as as containable as it appears to be, turn out to be, I won't call it a blessing in disguise, but um, if it's going to happen, you have it happen that early in camp so yeah. you can put it behind you? Yeah, possibly, and it takes him off his feet, and obviously now you know he's not going back, putting the cleats back on again, I would think, until he's paid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just would say, again, I think we get caught up at times into, like, this leapfrog um, sort of paradigm because it, it happens, right, where it's the next quarterback up and I'm going to get 500000 more a year than this guy. You know, I'm going to – whatever, you know, Dak got 38-5, I'm yeah. going to get 39. You know what I mean? Lamar's got 52, I'm going to get 52-5, right, with Herbert. I don't think this is that. I don't think this is as simple as, hey, we're going to take everything Herbert got and – you know, add a little something-something here and a little something-something there and give you a higher, you know, annual salary, which is fake money because once you get past year three in any contract, it's rolling guarantees at best. I don't think that threads this needle. I think Joe Burrow um, is going to have to be compensated a little differently than that. Oh, without question. I mean, he's going to 
I mean, the quarterback market always gets reset every single year. But, yeah, he's going to blow past Justin Herbert's number. But to your point, Ken, I didn't expect Justin Herbert to get done this year. I sort of thought that that was going to be a situation that maybe would have went the Lamar Jackson route. And I thought that Joe Burrow would get his bag prior to week one, which he still can. I mean, there's still a month until then. But, uh, Jason, as you know, I mean, there are some players that happened with Lamar last year. Hey, once week one hits, we're done negotiating. I mean, that could be a possibility. I do also wonder, you know, like about resetting it. He has been very vocal about wanting to keep the band together. Now, if he gets a massive contract, it, it becomes harder to keep the band together. Uh, I guess. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I, I, I mean, look, not everything is the same. I mean, if you want to make the Lamar Hurts comparable, you can. Do I think the Hurts contract hurt Lamar and got that thing done when it was done? Yes, I do. Um, he can make the case I'm I'm on a whole different scale. And, you know, the Eagles had had success before he got there. And the Eagles weren't sold on Hurts until they were. You took me 1-1 yeah. knowing I'm going to make money for you and turn your fortunes around the moment you sign me. It, it's just a different it's a different thing, and he's had sustained playoff success. He's the only – he won his first three games against Kansas City. Yeah. Nobody else is doing that. So, I don't know, guys. I, I mean, yeah, you owe some stuff to your players, but that's an ownership problem. It's not a Joe Burrow problem. And I don't think Joe Burrow has to just take X percent more than Herbert because that's the way Justin Herbert decided to take a contract. I, I, At some point, somebody else in the NFLPA – has to be willing, and a client has to be willing to push the issue yeah. to try to get at least a little closer to that Deshaun Watson thing. I, I am never, ever, ever going to fault a player for getting their bag, and I won't for Joe Burrow. And, look, it's going to be tough to keep the band together regardless. Once you start paying a quarterback, it is really, really hard to do so. But that's why you pay that guy, because Joe Burrow is someone that can elevate those around him, and yes. that's the expectation when you pay someone $50 million per year. I want to go back to what T. Higgins, uh, excuse me, uh, was it Jamar Chase said to Kay Adams, and that is, you know, we don't need him till week five. Do you feel like this is a situation where he could miss some time, or do you feel like he could be back? Because if he misses time, they're not the same team with whoever the backup quarterback is 
than Joe Burrow. And, guys, keep in mind they play the Ravens week two. Well, I mean, look, can he miss four weeks and then make the playoffs? Yes. Can he win four weeks and then be the number one seed and win this division? I'm not so sure of that. I'm I'm not, not, I mean, not, you know, look, especially with the Kansas City still here. And I know people are like, it just seems like there's a lot of people out there who were ready to make the Buffalo Bills less than what they've I been. I know, isn't that I, weird? I, it seems like that's the prevailing sentiment out there. That's not where I am. And I'm not ready to anoint anybody else in that division, including the Dolphins. So I don't think the Buffalo I still think the Buffalo Bills will have a lot to say about seeding in the AFC. But yeah, Bone, I mean a game or two, yes. The first month of the season, I think it makes their margins a lot tighter to get where they want to go, which is they'd much rather have Kansas City come to them than have to go to Arrowhead again. And and but that's the other thing, Jason. It, it, going down this hypothetical rabbit hole. Sure. If he misses the first two weeks, they play at Cleveland week one. And then they host Baltimore. I mean, start zero two. Start zero two in the division, man. You're you're really buying the eight ball. Hey, the Ravens went there with Snoop and almost won. So yeah, I, they did. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy things happen in division games. Inside access, we're live at Pickles across the street from Morrow Park at Camden Yards. Bob Haney, Ryan Ripken, they'll be here for Baltimore baseball tonight at six. Huge series against the Astros, and we all know about what went on yesterday off the field with the Orioles. We want to hear from the people. 410-583-1057, your thoughts on the O's. Your thoughts on this Kevin Brown situation are welcome. 410-583-1057, we hear from the people next here on The Fan. Inside access on The Fan. Covering everything sports every day. 1057 The Fan. Orioles getting ready for a big series against the Astros. Grayson Rodriguez on the hill for the Birds. And we had everything that happened during yesterday's off day. Uh, multiple reports, Kevin Brown suspended by the Orioles for stating a fact that they were not good against the Rays in the past, uh, which they weren't, and they've been really good this year. I kind of saw it as a compliment, but alas, yeah. we want to hear from the people. 410-583-1057. Let's start with George and Towson. George, you're on the fan. Gentlemen, do you remember um, before Adley came up, you guys were um, talking on the on air about why don't they throw us a bone remember that there was contention about why isn't adley up and all that mm-hmm. stuff do you remember that mm-hmm. oh very well we were sitting right guys. here pickles begging okay okay I, I i called you guys up i ended up screaming at you guys because i told you that, that they don't throw bones they're not a bone throwing organization and i apologize now for screaming at you guys but this is the kind of people they are that own this team and it's reprehensible and you know kevin brown's a good announcer he i, I like him I, he's fine he's excellent. great he's excellent. john miller john miller is the best announcer i've ever heard maybe other people don't feel that way he was the most entertaining mm-hmm. you know best announcer i've ever heard they don't care about that remember how long it took to get um baltimore on the uniform I mean, this is just, they air their dirty laundry in public. This is the, this is who owns this team. It's sad. Appreciate the call. Uh, I, I can't, I wish I could argue. Uh, no, there, there have been a lot of missteps. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to say, no, this is good, this is good, this is good. As, T, as T-Bone brought up earlier, I'm, I'm, 
you know, I, I think it's going to get dumb, but it's August 8th. I'm still waiting for a lease announcement, and I think it's weird that I think it's weird that Wes Moore's at Ravens let, training let, camp the yeah, other day and asked I haven't, I haven't about asked it. questions about let it. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. If you could flip it, would you? Flip what? Would you rather have an – let's say there's a hypothetical owner who gets all this uniforms and broadcasters, gets all that stuff, but thinks he knows better in medals and baseball operations. So it's a team you can wrap your arms around and you love everything they're doing outwardly and – you know, whatever, but they can't get out of their own way on the field. Are those my only two choices? Or yes. this. Would you rather why? have that or this? Well, I'm flipping this because this, you can't quibble about the rebuild. No. no the no the one, baseball yeah, part of not, it is we're great. We're talking about the baseball part. I understand that, but I'm saying, okay, if we're going to if we're gonna break this down, well, right, in its totality, which, ma- what, which matters the most? Jason, what? does yesterday piss you off, though? Like, it like, just it's a, it's like, a, it's it, a it, damn it, shame. It's like, a crying they were the shame. Butt of the joke, but but and that's fine, seventy but, but wins. I also know what's going on here. Yeah, but I, but I, and I get that. But let me ask you this: Doesn't what happened yesterday, and everything else that goes on, doesn't that color your opinion of will they sign player A to an extension, player B to an extension? Because I think it's fair if it colors your opinion. It just seems like every time there's a fork in the road, they seem to go the wrong just way. Trip over their own feet. I have, I have. I, from a baseball standpoint, they're in a better place than they've been my in lifetime. years. My it lifetime. It goes deeper than your lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a long yeah. time. Now, do they find a way to F it up? Maybe. But right now, to this point, I don't remember Mike Elias like, being the, the well, slam dunk Mike Elias. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying I don't remember the whole baseball world being like, oh, my God, they better get Mike Elias. I remember hearing a whole bunch about people from the, the Cubs. So I'm just saying. I'm not going to let that mess with what I'm staring at across the street, which is my kids have a baseball product to go crazy about every single night in a way kids in this city haven't in a long, long time, and it's not mercenaries, and it's not free agents, and it's not janky, and it's not slow-pitch fastball. It's an amazing product. And I'll also say, and, and I'll give credit to them, yeah. Peter would have never hired Michael Elias. He didn't no. believe in full-scale rebuilds. He wouldn't have done it. He always talked about being competitive. He wouldn't have hired Michael Elias. Uh, John did. Let's go back out to the phone lines, 410-583-1057. Uh, Jim's in South Carolina. Jim, you're on the fan. Hey, good afternoon. Hey there. Hey, I miss Baltimore, man. We've been down here in Charleston two years, but I get to see the Orioles on the Major League Baseball Network. So this morning, I called the Orioles, and I'm uh, just going to hope that I was transferred to uh, John Angelo's voicemail. I basically told him, I said, you owe an apology to Kevin Brown. I said, he only stated what was presented to him. And the facts are, Mr. Angelos, this is on your watch. You're the one that brought in this guy, Dan Duquette, who only gave you really one bona fide player. That was in Grayson Rodriguez. I said, this is all your record that you gave us. You're totally responsible. And I said, sign the contract and do not be another Robert Ursay. And um, that was the end of it for me. But it really left uh, what's been such a magical season every night to watch these guys, man. For him to be so petty over this, which is basically he put this on the field. And I'm, now, I'm, I'm saddened over it. No, I hear you. I appreciate the call. I will say that's just a clarification. Dan Duquette was Peter. Dan Duquette was not mm-hmm. John. It was Peter. So that's it's the family. I get it. But John had nothing to do with player personnel or ownership. Well, like he certainly didn't have the final say. Well, he had no nothing ba- to do it. Yeah. When Dan Duquette was hired, he was hired. Dan and Buck were hired by Peter Angelos. Yeah. 
So, like, that, that's a, a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> but baseball operations, is, I mean, if, you're, if, we're, if we're equivalent about baseball operations now, no, you sure we're, can't. we're missing the plot. You can't quibble about baseball operations. What they did is not a slam dunk thing. There's plenty of rebuilds that go awry. Look at Kansas City. And, look at the White yes, Sox. The White look Sox. at the Pirates. Look at the Royals. I, I, look at the I, Tigers. I, I mean, this is ahead of schedule, and they did it in the midst of a pandemic in all of it. I, I mean, hats off, baseball operation. You're not going to hear Their me quibble about that. draft was five players. Yeah. 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 Let's go to James in Baltimore. James, you're on the fan. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, before I get started, I love the show. Um, Thank you. But I just want to say I'm 25 years old, right? I, and this is my favorite sport and my favorite team in the world, right? And this is by far and away the greatest season of baseball I've ever seen. And yet, when I think about this team, I am filled with dread because of the owner of this team. You know, for a quarter of a century of my life, I've dealt with the Angelos family, and I have absolutely zero faith in them, especially in this guy. I think, you know, he's been in the news three times this year during a historic run, and all three times has been an embarrassment, either not signing the lease, not talking about baseball conversations during the only press conference he's had, and then this. I think it is so indicative of who he is as a man and who we have to lead us. And, you know, when we talk about anything outside of this actual team, I am terrified for the future. I have no faith that we'll sign these generational players that our baseball operations has gotten and developed past their rookie deals. I have no faith that this lease is going to get signed, all because of that man. Appreciate the call. And, and see, that's what I was alluding to earlier. Like, these decisions color your opinions about things. And, and you're, Jason, you're absolutely right. Michael Elias has been a slam dunk. Yeah. And nobody thought he was going to be when they hired him, but he's been an absolute slam dunk. But there are the machine that is baseball. There are going to be decisions coming in the future. And when you can't seem to get out of your own way with a broadcaster and you can't seem to get, like, the. Like I, well, the, here's how why I don't think I'm not worried about baseball operations. He, if he hasn't meddled to this point, why would he meddle now? No, but it's well, his it's decision to meddling. sign the check. Yeah, he's got to write Were the hundred million dollars check. Were there a hundred thousand people in the stands this weekend? Yeah, yeah. He's going to spend. Like they I spent. Hope so. They I spent. Hope. They were twelfth in the league the last time they were good. I, I asked him that question. I said they were in the top half of the uh, league in payroll and and a hundred and fifty, hundred sixty million dollars. And he said that they. I mean, he didn't explicitly say he would get back to that point but now he's talking about the tampa model and the cleveland model and look i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt but i think this is a big off season for him yeah i, I mean so. this is a big you heard what jim there, there, said. this isn't the, this isn't like last year this isn't okay was that a flash in the pan was this for real no this is i'm this with is you a juggernaut. percent they need to spend money and they need to extend some and i would be stunned if they don't because again the, the, there was a question, would fans come back and all this crap about downtown Baltimore? Uh, oh, the fans are back, yeah, that's... right? Even Sunday, they had 30,000 people there. Yeah, winning yeah. creates. So, yeah. okay, if he gets $600 million and works with the state and the city 
to repurpose the area around here. Yeah, cash you, you don't think he's going to put some money into the team uh, to try I, to have I, a decent product? I, I, I hope so. I'm giving yeah. him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to say uh, I'm gonna, definitively. I'm going to celebrate when that lease yeah. gets signed. Uh, but I, I thought it'd be signed by now. It's kind of like I thought Joe Burrow would be signed by now. But, Jason, like, like – this team is what four and a half months away from a lease being expired, and they're first in the like. That's a thing. I just the lease thing. I gotta say, I think is the most overblown thing. Now people, politicians are using it, and I get it. That's what they do, dude. It's gonna. I bet my it life. Happen. I bet it will my happen. family's life, my dog's life. It's gonna happen. It will happen. It's gonna it's, happen. Are and you I've never it hasn't happened that, yet? But the did, sausage. Did, how the sausage but, is made. I don't care. Well, that it's not done it, yet. It'd be one less thing that people have angst about if it okay. just gets well, done. Well, I personally have zero angst but about you're, it. But and you're not the fan base. I'm, the fan I'm not, base has And I'm angst. not saying they, they can't or they don't. But, like, you're like I'm never, you're not going to get me to lose a one wink of sleep about whatever the future of this team is. It's right across the street there. It'll be a long-term lease. I, I get it, but here's the problem, and, and this is where we are. When they can't seem to get out of their own way when it comes to a broadcaster talking about things that actually happened and what sounds like a compliment to me i don't think it's a reach for a, a the fan to say well why should i have confidence in b because they they can't seem to get a right how many wins do they have Th- that i'm not talking about the pro- product on the field <laughs> what? Well, the kevin brown's not the product on the field the lease ain't the product on the field uh, the the Chastising Dan Conley ain't the product on the field. The lawsuits ain't the product on Open the field. In the book. None of this is the product on the field. Yeah, it, it's two separate situations, two separate arguments. Uh, whatever. I, <laughs> whatever. You Look, keep talking about the lease, pound it home, milk it, everybody get their political clout off it. Then when it's done, watch how little people talk about the lease. Uh, I will celebrate it when it gets done. That, that's, how, that's how I roll. I will be. He's got every motivation to, to get the lease done. Then why has he done it? Because unlike the guy who lives on a yacht, they're going to redo this whole area. Don't then redo it's it. It's a massive product project. It's not just a new scoreboard. Why? Why is that so hard to understand? I, I then let him I say just, it. He said it. Have you not? They, why did they go to Atlanta? They went. Come to on, did Bashadi go to Atlanta? No, he's got a stadium right there. He's fine with it. He's going to move the press box up to the top of the stadium. <laughs> you were at the battery. Is the battery just about the ballpark? It's, bone? No, but the, but the battery's oh also not God. a city. So it's, it's in not a apples to apples. It's a suburb. Hey, like I said, milk it, baby. Create fear, stoke it. I'm not saying fear. I'm, I'm just hope saying it's, hope the bear. it's not fear. I, it's yeah. fair. I, I I think, and that's where the fan base is. Hey, when we come back, we'll switch back to Raymond. Or we can take more calls. I don't care. We, you want to take more calls? We can, we can take, take more, more calls. calls. 410-583-1057. Talking to the people more next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Jason is an Odyssey NFL insider. Jason Lockin' Four. Jason Lockin' Four, one of the best in the business. Ken and Tim prefer Adam Schefter. What are we doing here? Inside Access, 1057 The Fan. We have a bank full of phone calls, so let's continue with the calls. 410-583-1057. Hearing from the people, we're live at Pickles and Stone. Let's start with Bob and Crofton. Bob, you're on The Fan. Um, hey guys, I think John Angelos is a petty, uh, spoiled little trust fund baby. I think that the old man robbed this town of a championship in the 90s with his dumb spats with Pat Gillick and Davey Johnson. I think it's a shame that an organization like the Orioles 
uh, prestigious organization with a great fan base is stuck with this family. This family is trash. Appreciate the call. And I, 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 I think there are a lot of people that feel that way about this ownership. Uh, I, 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 I am willing to give John the benefit of the doubt as far as that. Like I, my opinion of Peter is well stated. But John, as I mentioned, John hired Michael Elias. Peter would have never hired Michael Elias. But we, you know, there are decisions that that need to be made. And he I, wouldn't I, veto a trade. No, John, and Peter would veto trades. You're well, that's what he's referring to. With yeah, Pat Gill, he, yeah. he 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 vetoed a whole bunch of trades yeah. that would have started a rebuild. Well, yeah. Well, in '96, he vetoed uh, uh, a couple of trades. They were going to trade David Wells. He yes. vetoed it, and, and he ended up making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jim in Baltimore. Jim, you're on but the he was panel. still wrong. Yeah, Gillick was right. Hi. Good afternoon, you guys. I hope you're well. Um, I got two things. Um, one is regarding the lease. You know, we've got a benchmark stadium fan base that you can't beat a history of a of a franchise that's been here almost 70 years what why would he not sign the lease i he i okay. that will be you're right because what is the counter argument right they're not moving yeah. to nashville this is the family business he's not even in the law firm anymore right that's been it's come out in the courts this is it this is like so where are they going what is the end game what's the boogeyman that's that's I the know. part I come back to. It will get done. It has to get done. It makes no sense for the city, for the state, or for him not to do it. No, it doesn't. The other the other thing I listened to the morning show this morning, and I forget the girl that was on. Brittany um, Giroli. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, and she mentioned a, a bunch of names. She mentioned Rick Dempsey, Jim Hunter, Gary Thorne, John Miller. Obviously, what did these guys do that was so bad that? They, they all got canned. Uh, that's a question I can't answer. No, a lot uh, of them told I, the yeah. truth. Yeah, I, I think that in John Miller's case, the story I've heard is that he he wasn't a ho- enough of a homer, and he was going to. And I think he's. I was. Well, I was covering the team at the time. He resent. He felt like he was taking time away from the team to prepare for Sunday night ESPN. baseball, which he allowed. But he had already allowed him to do that. I yeah. mean, you. you you grandfather that into the contract, so you can't be mad yeah. that he's got this big national profile and the team's not doing as well as you would like. I mean, you can't have it both ways. Let's go back out to the phone lines, 410-583-1057. Steve's in Baldwin. Steve, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey there. Yeah, I go back to April 15th, 1954. That was the first game, Oreo game wow. that I uh, went to, to tell you my perspective. i got three positive things to say. Number one, I really appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to fan to uh, you know, to let to let out the air from us and and get back to the the game tonight, which we will. And as you guys kind of saying, there's management and then there's the team. And the team is like a college team. They're just mm. you know, just the love for each other, the supporting each other is great. And and I really appreciate that. The second thing is that you know, going back as far as I do, you know, Kevin Brown someday is going to be in that class. And he's getting he's getting there, you know, with Ernie Harwell, you know, Chuck mm-hmm. Thompson, um, uh, John Miller, and those type of announcers. Okay, I agree with that. The third thing, third thing I have to say, and I, and I always say this, that people get on the they made so many mistakes in the management, and Peter has. But the question is, would we have a team? I always come back to this, going back as far as I do. Would we have a team if Peter hadn't put? people together together to acquire 
the team and his love for Baltimore. That's one thing we, we do have to give him credit for. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. No, I appreciate the call. I, I can't remember the other ownership. DeWitt. Group, but, Wasn't yeah. DeWitt into it? In, in, I thought DeWitt was the finals, then he eventually got the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, there were, Look, there were other do I think Peter Angelos was the only person who could have stewarded this franchise at that period of time? No. The whole Peter Angelos saga is so crazy, though, because it was so universally hailed at the time. Yes. True local, local ownership, and he's not a carpetbagger yeah. like EBW, and yeah. he doesn't have designs on D.C., and he's not interested. He doesn't care about, you know, the regional. It's the local, and he did spend a lot of money. Unfortunately, it became very misguided. He got his hands all over stuff he, he shouldn't have. He meddled way too much. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, but at the time, it was like people were doing cartwheels. Yes. Nah, they, you're absolutely right. I think it's – I can tell you that it started to turn uh, a, like – Cal's twenty one thirty one. He talked too long, and that's when like that, that that's when the people started to get an inkling. Like that mm-hmm. night, he like he didn't know it was time to leave the stage, and that then you had the Gillick vetoes, yeah. and, and then after they made the playoffs, and then it got six, bad between yeah, him and Cal. And, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyhow, we're going to talk about the team on the field. Orioles getting ready to take on the Astros. We have the lineup. We'll get it to you in another edition of Totally Radley. Him in that leadoff spot, and him DHing. Well, he's DHing again tonight. How's he look as a DH? We'll tell you next year on the fan. Inside access. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.